All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Auntie Hour. I'm Auntie Front, And I'm Auntie Whiskers. This is a podcast by us, two human beings with mm, a lot of love for people. Some love for plants. Uh, varying levels of love for animals, depending on who you ask. What are you talking about? We'll discuss this later. But definitely each other. Yeah, definitely that's the main each one. Other. Each other. And in this podcast, I guess we'll be talking about those things, and sometimes probably all of them at once, and sometimes none of them. Turns out this podcast was pretty much a pipe dream slash weird joke <laughs> between the two of us, and enough people took us seriously when we said it, and now I think it's really happening. I guess we're going to have a podcast, Auntie Whiskers. Unlike when this was a weird joke, I think having a real podcast will go a lot further toward building community and celebrating a lot of dope people in our lives and helping us try to gradually stumble our way toward living as our best possible humans. And I mean, it really did start because we had been talking about our relationship and the conversations that we have and our tendency to riff off of one another and come up with elaborate thought exercises. And I think our relationship is really a place that has had a lot of really formative conversations I think and really been a place of growth for me. Um, I think that when you and I talk Auntie Whiskers I find myself enthralled by you and grateful for our friendship and I leave our conversations feeling like a more thoughtful person um, and feeling like I'm growing like a little bean that will someday maybe be a beanstalk in this big farm we call life. Oh I'm, bl I'm blushing right now like I don't know. I'm a person of color. I have some melanated skin, so there's really limits to how much I can blush. But metaphorically, and even a little bit literally, I am blushing right now. It's a really beautiful thing to say. As you can hear, mostly Auntie Whiskers and I are pretty in love with each other, so why not put that on air? We care a lot about each other. We care a lot about other people and kind of make an Olympic sport out of trying to find ways to celebrate people in our lives. Anyway, so you probably know us, but maybe what happened is this podcast got really famous and people that see us blowing up decide to binge from the beginning and get caught up. So if that is you and if it is 2019, first of all, congratulations on surviving one to three years of Donald Trump's presidency. Second of all, welcome. We probably love you and support you in your endeavors. And maybe if you stick with this podcast, it can be a source of positive energy in your life. Heck yeah. Who knows? We could honestly do this for more than one season. But you got to make sure it's fewer than how many seasons currently exist of Grey's Anatomy. Too many of those. They really got to finish it up. Wrap it up, Shonda. If you're listening to this in 2019, please go back in time to right now and let me know whether Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. If you're listening in 2090, honestly, come back and tell me what's going on in Grey's Anatomy season like 100 something. I'm sure it is still going on. Shonda just low-key drinks from the fountain of youth every day after her spin class.
Maybe we can talk a little bit about why the show is called Auntie Hour. Reasonable. We live in the U.S. We had this election. I, like, it's hard for me to think about, but what people have been talking about a lot in light of the election is the idea of people coming together and really investing in strengthening communities to uplift and nurture and support people, especially marginalized people. I feel like, Auntie Frond, you and I have been thinking about the idea of support systems and the ways that we can build our own support systems, but also the ways that we can be part of other people's. I don't think we have all the answers, but as this has been something that has been taking up a lot of our mental space, I think there's some ideas that we would really like to uplift. And some of these include the fact that people don't have to be your biokin to be your family. Um, don't gotta be snapping to that. Yeah, you don't gotta be a bio mom to be a mom to someone, um, to be important to someone, to give them life, to roast them vegetables, to give them a ride around town, to ask them important questions and to listen to their answers. Turns out that a lot of the people who have been there for us in those ways, including each other, are people that we've come to refer to as mom and auntie. And I think that's a really nice way of taking a word that we maybe have experienced a lot in our lives and kind of expanding that definition and uplifting uh, some of those the most important parts about those types of relations. Also notable is that most of the time these people are not cis men. So hey, 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 Auntie Frond. Yes, Auntie Whiskers. What's a cis man? Well, cis is an abbreviation for cisgender, which means that one's sex that they were assigned with at birth matches with their gender identity. Oftentimes, people's sexes that they were assigned on at birth are related to three, two, one, genitals. Genitals. <laughs> if you were wondering if we were going to say the word genitals in our pilot episode, we have done it. Let's do it again. One, two, three, genitals. genitals. Who, are, who are some examples of people that are not cis men? I'll go first. Women, cis and trans women, are not cis men. Trans men are also not cis men. And people that are neither men nor women, or both men and women, such as non-binary people and agender people, are also not cis men. So that's a pretty big group of people who are not cis men. Word. And the reason we brought that up to, to loop, loop back around is that it turns out that a lot of those people have been kind of the main auntie figures in our lives. Yeah, I mean, aunties have been so important in our lives, and I think... Also, a really wonderful thing about the concept of aunties is that, for me at least, the word brings to mind an image of a collective and cooperative sort of growth. Do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm going to tell you about aunties using an example from the greatest movie of all time, Bend It Like Beckham, the seminal 2002 romantic sports family and British Indian themed comedy drama film, Produced, written, and directed by Gurinder Chadha. Gurinder, if you're listening to this, we've never met, but honestly, you're already an auntie to me because of how much this movie has meant to me, and you're welcome on the podcast anytime. In Bandit Like Beckham, I would say the obvious choice for auntiedom would probably be all of the elderly women in Jess's blood family, right? Like, they're all dressed in, in uh, kurtis and saris, and they're all making samosas with her at her sister's wedding reception, or, like, pre-wedding reception. Um, but actually, I would argue that in the way that we are using the term, maybe some of the real aunties can be found outside of that. For example, I would say that the women of Jess's soccer team kind of grow to become her aunties in a way particularly in that scene where they're helping her get back into her sari so that she can go back to her sister's wedding. Anyway, when they're all getting her dressed, it's kind of fumbling 
and a little silly and they don't totally know what they're doing, which understandable. Saris are very difficult. But what matters is that they are trying and they are doing their very, very best to hold all parts of who Jess is and really be there for her in a moment when she needs them. And maybe if, you know, those old ladies in Kurthis in the sequel that to Bend It Like Beckham that never got made, if they could understand a bit more about Jess's life and support her, they too could be aunties in addition to being blood aunties. Thank you. This was my dissertation on Bend It Like Beckham. Thank you so much. I'm sure I will probably do one of these an episode. Yeah, I would like that. I think another thing about the term auntie is that, well, we've talked about how we're not using it in traditional ways, right? And I think that comes from some thinking that we're doing now in the present day, but it also comes from some historical stuff in terms of our family and cultural histories. Um, Auntie is sometimes a term that is particularly used by people of color to describe non-familial, well, non-biologically familial, but perhaps still important and central relationships in people's lives. Um, I would say that we've both talked over the past few years about the various people that we have referred to internally or externally as auntie over the course of our young lives, right? And I think those are people that are obviously not necessarily people that I was related to, but that I still called auntie. Um, And I knew that at that time, and I know now that those are people who have cared for me and who would have my back. Yeah, and maybe if this podcast goes according to plan, we can try to do that for all of you and for each other. Honestly, we are not and maybe never will be the kinds of aunties that have all the answers, but we will do our very best to amplify the wisdom of wise folks that we think could help and challenge you to struggle against a lot of the hashtag injustice in this world. And maybe if we haven't experienced what you've experienced, we can just be here as a listening ear or a way for you to process what the heck is going on with you. I also want to note that auntie and mom are both gendered terms, right? Like society tells us that aunties and moms have to be women. And then society tells us that women are certain people or that womanhood looks a certain way. Um, But it is our hope to, as two little human beings, expand ideas of who can be a mom or auntie. Yeah, because it's more about energy than about like how you perform, who you are. And it's especially not about one, two, three. Genitals. Genitals. If you are someone that's projecting healing or nurturing or support into the world, whether you identify as a woman or a femme or a female or none of those things, I think that makes you a mom or an auntie. Yeah? Heck yeah. I think we also put this together because we want to make this a community endeavor. And so regardless of how many people are on each episode, we think there's really room for an infinite number of people to participate in the dialogue We're trying to build a website, maybe someday, but in the meantime, there are still some ways that you can be an auntie. How how can one do that, Auntie Frond? Well, the first is you could like us on Facebook at Auntie Hour. I guess we should clarify now that it's spelled A-U-N-T-I-E-H-O-U-R. Also on iTunes and or SoundCloud. This is a pretty nerve-wracking thing to put together. So if you are feeling us and you want to give us a little affirmation that makes us keep going in the cold winter with this, I don't know, give us a nice rating, give us a nice review. Also, if you don't want to rate and review us, you could just talk to us in person. You probably know who we are. Or do you? Or you don't. 
you can more directly engage with us via a Google form. Right now, we're in hashtag old school mode, so we're going to be taking it back to the Google form. And as it turns out, honestly, there's a lot of stuff you could put in that box. What are some of the things? General feedback. Ooh, I heard you say genital feedback that was a time that i didn't want to say genital whatever (laughs) general feedback if you think this is a good idea or a bad idea okay if you think it's a bad idea maybe just unsubscribe maybe don't put that energy in our life but if you want to tell us like how you think this is going or give us some constructive criticism or whatever else please use that box to do so that would be dope also a reason we might want to get in contact with you is if you expressed interest in advertising. This initial episode probably has some musical interludes, and maybe those are really fun. But also in the future, we could use that time for a sort of advertising segment. And not in the, like, regular podcast way of, like, those books that you can listen to on tape or those boxes of ingredients that are delivered to your door that are full meals or those mattresses that fit in a box and somebody delivers to your house on a bike. Do you have an Etsy store that you want people to hang, to head over to? Or are you using word of mouth to sell trinkets or artwork that you make? Yeah, are you planning an event, a rally, you have a fundraiser? Ooh, you got to go fund me. Do you have, I don't know, Scobies or yogurt star- culture starters or biological material you would like to share with people? We will spread the word and we'll probably do it with a lot more enthusiasm than you would expect. If you want to contribute music that you made on your mandolin, help us with audio editing or help us refine scripts or help us communicate with people that we're interviewing with, etc. Thank you all for joining us for this first adventure. The song you heard in this episode is Bamboo Lips by Lost Tunnel Boys, and our amazing artwork is by Jahan Madani. Our producers are Emma Ernesty Good, Martha Shanahan, and Dylan Portalitz. Thanks for sticking with us. Stay young. Stay thriving. Bye. Bye. I want to take you to my grandfather's old home. Beneath the tropic clouds where your head goes spinning. I want to leave with you into the night from a crowd. Do you want to say genitals one more time? Honestly, why would I pass that up? One, two, three. Genitals. genitals.